Oh, hello, friend. Come, join us by the fire. The story's about to begin. We are about to dive into this episode of Fireside Dice. Welcome back. Um, left off with a little bit of a cliffhanger last time. Just I apologize one. for that. And at the same time, I really kind of don't. So... Without further, well, no, not without further ado, because I want to explain what the lead up was in case you didn't listen to the episode recently. So last time we met a squirrel led yes. by the squirrel. Toasty. And somehow this group is like no, already nutty. ready to die for Nutty. Is Nutty still with I us? Mean, he's nutty, in a tree. That's right. Nutty was tree. hanging out in a tree. Mm-hmm. because Nutty That's was Nutty like, uh, Crow says it's bad. Well, I'm not going there. <laughs> it was kind of the vibe that you got. Valid. Very valid, that. because in this place that you guys went to, an abandoned uh, abandoned windmill, you found a coven of hags, and at least three of them that were baking dream pastries. Totally not drugs. Totally not. Yeah, not fun. Got into combat because Bart was like, I'm going to charm this thing, and it was not charmable. That's kind of been the story of Bart's life on Innistrad. Like, the whole thing that he's good at does not work here. (laughs) Which is sad. Mm -hmm. So, the party put up a valiant effort. They are running low on resources, and luckily the inside of the windmill has been silenced. So the hags have retreated inside. Suri sent a shadow summon inside that hint, hint, wink, wink has nothing to do with the patron. And as this battle has been really, you know, kicking into the next gear, the hags are making some sort of stand up in the upper floor and Levin went to follow, and we left off there. So, let's go ahead and jump back into the initiative with Levin's turn um, ending her movement going upstairs. Mm-hmm. The 40, just the 40 feet. Yep. You just barely got upstairs, and here is the sight that you see. One of the two cages that you saw previously is completely shattered. There's one hag that is currently dead laying on the ground. Second one has this shadow creature that Suri summoned standing over it, and you can see it sucking the essence out of this thing. As you see it sucking this essence, there are spikes that you saw on it initially that are growing larger, it's growing more muscular. And this absolute shock of silence, you stand there, mouth agape, as this thing withers this hag into nothingness. And it turns to you, smacks its lips, and simply nods. So it simply nods? Uh-huh. Okay, as you simply nod, wonderful. Um, can I roll an insight to see if it's whether a whether it's a um 
you're gonna be alive nod or a you are next nod. Yes, you may absolutely roll an insight check. Cool. Oh boy. That's a nine. This thing is off-putting enough as it is. As to whether or not it means to harm you, you're not certain. Okay. There were two cages in this room, correct? One of yep. one of them is shattered? Yep. No sign of the child? There's evidence that there was a child. Does the, does the shadow anyone. leaving remnants, like is the hag withering away to completely nothing? Or is there like a husk, like some there is a There is a husk there. Okay. Okay. Um, and that third hag, because she came up the stairs as well. Is she in? No, she's not. She, never mind. She escaped. So there were That's two right. hags inside and there was one mm-hmm. outside that plane yeah. shifted itself. That's right. That's right. I remember now. Oh boy. Was the insight my action? No, that I would call that a free action. Just okay. based off of your reaction. Looking at this thing. <sighs> Is the other child still in their cage? Looks like it. What Levin is going to do is she's... Can I make it to the other cage with my 40? If I... I would have to dash. I think you would need to dash for that. Oh, so this would is Levin go pickle. and protect this child? Would Levin run back downstairs yeah. to try and tell people what's going on? Levin is going to use her dash action. Where is Levin going to go? to go back down the stairs. Seeing the sight, you run back down the stairs. Um, and you have a full 40 feet of movement, right? Mm-hmm. So you get back to the door. And mm-hmm. are you making gestures of go, go, run away? Or are you, come on in. <laughs> the water's fine. Because <laughs> um, it is currently silenced. Right. No, what Levin would do is she would uh, appear in the door frame, scan the group quickly, and her eyes would land on Suri. She would point at her, and then point upstairs. And she, in my mind, it's a very intimidating sight. Like she does, there's no softness, no gentleness to her features. It's very hard and solemn. With that Bart, the ga- the turn goes to you. All right, I roll an insight it's pretty high so i i'm i was rolling to see if bart was able to put the pieces together of uh levin pointing at suri and upstairs putting because he saw suri summon the monster in the first place mm-hmm. and so he's gonna like briefly look between suri and levin put the pieces together and then run past upstairs as fast as he can as far as he can get with his what was 30 feet 30 feet will mm-hmm. get you to the foot of the stair okay um you would like to dash you can go upstairs you know what yeah he'll dash up the stairs to see what he so that he can see what's going on up there you see the same sort of sight there are two withered husks one unfortunate situation child that's currently in a cage and a absolutely this thing is getting to be more muscular. It's getting to be bigger. It's going to probably have a little bit of a hard time going down the stairs. Okay. Um, Bartholomew's going to like look at the, the shadow monster, and then he's going to look over at the kid. Is the kid awake or conscious? or? 
you can see that this kid is awake, and if this area was not under a aura of silence, would probably be screaming their head off. Okay, he's gonna try and lock eyes with the kid, and like he has his rapier out, he's in a defensive stance, but he's gonna put his hand out and try and, and like as calming of an emotion as he can, and mouth the words, I'm gonna help you, um, before turning his attention back to the shadow monster, and that'll be his turn. Okay. Baffert that goes to you. If I move my 25 feet and dash, can I make it inside and up the stairs? Yes. I will do that. So coming right up behind Bart, you see the same sort of scene. What is... Is the demon still draining the... No, it hag? looks like it has withered both of these hags. Is it... Yeah little more than emaciated skeletons at this point. What is it looking at? Currently, it's looking at the stairs where people have been coming up and down. That's fair. How far away am I from the cage with the kid in it? Um, it is on the other side of the room, behind where the demon is. Okay. I am going to action, action surge. Um, what are you going to do? Is there any way for me to use that. Is there any way that I can get around the demon and start trying to free the kid or open the cage? Okay. I will do that. I'm trying to keep going to keep my back to the wall and just kind of slide around, keeping eyes on. And yeah. you get 25 feet of movement. So yeah, you'll be able to get around it. And then you can take your action to try and either break the lock with like an athletics check or pick the lock with something like sleight of hand. I'm going to pull out a dagger and attempt to pick the lock. Okay, so go ahead, roll me just a dexterity roll. That is a 17. 17? Easy enough. These locks are not of any sort of quality, so you just kind of stick your dagger in there poke around a little bit, the thing pops. Before I open the door to this cage, can I make a check to see if this boy is human? Um, I'll call that a nature check. That's a 17 as well. Achieved with different numbers, but still a 17. You can tell that this is a human child. It's easy enough to figure out. All right, with any sort of movement, action, anything I have left, I'm going to attempt to take the child out of the cage and shelter him with my body. You can open the door, but it's up to the child to move themselves currently. Gotcha. Okay, that's what I'll do, and I'll end my turn. All right, Suri, there's... it. The turn is yours, but here's the question. Because the Shadow Summon acts during your initiative, Will it act before or after you? And oh. for that, it's going to be a high or low. If you guess correctly oh, no. off of the percentile, you will act first and you will have an opportunity to influence what actions it takes. Oh. If you don't guess correctly, Shadow Summon gets to act first. That ruins my plans of what I was going to do, but maybe I can still pull it <laughs> off. <laughs> You've got a 50-50 shot. Okay. I'm rolling my own d20, and then I'm going to say whatever it is. Uh, lower. Low? All right. Let's see what this says. It is low. So go ahead. Tell me what you would like to do. 
how much influence do I have on it at the moment? If you would like to make a charisma check, I can tell you. All right. Ooh, that is a... I think that's a 13. 13? This thing is not very well under control. You told it to go inside and take care of the hags, if I recall correctly. It has gone and done that in its way. And based on that, this is less of a summon that you can control and more like you summoned your patron itself. Oh, jeez. Um, I guess I'll tell it, don't hurt or horrify anyone else and return to me. With that, the others of your group see this not full-blown hulking form, but it's definitely larger than human. Goes over to the window, rips apart some of the bricks here, bursts a hole through the wall, and just jumps outside with these wings that pop out and have it glide towards the ground. Why do you want me to stop? We can wreak more havoc if they don't know. They know. Our secret is out. Our secret is out. You best uphold your end of our contract. And with that, it is going to go ahead and dissipate itself, and the book falls to the ground. Suri's going to pick up the book, shove it into her bag, and then pretend to be passed out outside the watchtower. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Is Levin, Levin is still standing in the doorway, Levin is right? still standing at the door and heard this whole conversation. <laughs> and she sees Suri just... Collapse to the ground. Okay. Suri, I'd okay. like you to roll the deception check. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, how, how, how convincing is that? Yeah. Performance check. Ooh, I got a 24. Okay. Um, I think I don't think I can beat that even if I rolled an insight or investigation. Yeah, I can't. So yeah, it looks like she passed out. With that, y'all are out of initiative. Eleven will drop silence now. And Bartholomew's gonna run over to the cage with Balfour and he's gonna get on one knee and he's gonna say to the is it a little boy or a little girl? Little boy. Little boy. He's gonna say it's okay, it's okay. We're here. We've we're here to save you. We're not gonna hurt you. And he's gonna hold his arms out, not like approaching, but in the implication of like, come here to give me a hug. I'll I'll protect you. This kid takes the opportunity, jumps up, gives you a big old hug. And Bart and will hold him very tightly. Your neck, just sobbing. He'll hold the boy for a minute and then he'll look over at Balfour like this very obvious look of concern on his face, not only for what we just went through, but the shadow monster and the implication of it. And then he'll stand up, still holding the boy, and start making his way downstairs. Oh, for follows. I think the minute that Levin sees Suri fall... It's at the same time that this spell dissipates. I think she would stand there for a moment before actually going over to Suri, and she would... The book, where's the book? Is it lying off to the side? 
the book is about it's between five and ten feet away i think riley said that she picked the book up and put it in her bag and then passed out yeah okay 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 that's right um yeah then in that case levin would walk over and she would nudge Suri with her foot not kicking but trying to get her to wake up and she would actually say wake up now is not the time for for this get up uh, wake up to that Suri will uh slowly like sit up on her knees and just kind of hold her head and <laughs> uh just kind of groan <laughs> mhm um Levin's gonna stay standing over Surrey. What was that? I would say that it's at about this point that Bart and Baffer also step out and they can see this interaction happening. Bart's gonna stay, he's gonna exit the windmill so that Baffer can also come through the door, but he's gonna stay by the windmill and listen to this conversation. A look of concern on his face as he like stares Surrey down. Baffer will walk over and join Levin. Oh, Suri, what was that? I... I don't... I... I can't... And she'll just keep holding her head. And put one hand on the ground, kind of pretty much really hamming it up a little. <laughs> Bartholomew's going to approach as she's hesitant to answer the question, and he's going to say, That was Withengar. I've read about them. Isn't it, Suri? I... I don't I I don't know what that was. I didn't I didn't control that. Insight check. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to call this a contested insight and persuasion. Would it be deception because like she did know what it was and she was kind of in control of it. So yeah, deception. We'll call it deception. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Persuasion, yeah, that, as I said, it was like, that feels a little bit odd, but <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, no. we're going to commit. <laughs> so, with your deception, what did you get? 18. I Art. got a 26. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Bart, you see right through this. Suri is aware of what was summoned the concern on his face kind of morphs into disappointment and hurt that she would lie to him about that. And he can very clearly see that lie. And he's going to, like, heave a sigh. He's still, like, stroking the little boy's hair, who I'm assuming is still, like, sobbing into his shoulder. He's going to look around and say, we need to get this boy to safety. We can talk about this later, Suri. Before we go, we were here for a reason. I was going to suggest going to safety in the newly emptied mill we have behind us. Bart's going to have already started shaking his head, and he's going to like glance down at the boy and say, he can't stay here. That's fair. We need to check it over before we leave. That's true. Levin, Balfour, do you mind doing that? See no. what we can come up with. Okay. We'll take care of it. So I'd like for the two of you to roll perception or investigation, depending on how thorough you want to be. Also take a 10 on this roll. Do a cursory sweep. 
If you would like to take extra time, you can take a 20. Alfer is going to roll perception. Okay. How much extra time? I would say instead of doing like a 10-minute sweep, upwards of an hour. Mm, a lot of extra time. really okay. wanted to like get into all the nooks and crannies. Right. I will roll perception. I think Levin would more be there. She's there to help, but she's more backup, I would say, at this point. Okay. okay. That's a 17 on the perception roll. I'll roll the 19. 19. So, the two of you start out on the first floor. Nothing in here. Go up to the second floor and crunching your way through the bones, kind of sweeping them to the sides. Nothing in here. You go up to the third floor, the bedroom. Tear that place apart. Nothing. And then there's a ladder that leads all the way up. So the two of you go upstairs, and because of the proximity of your roles, you end up finding up in this tiny little, like, 10-foot circle, just a bunch of bird nests. Like, the, there's enough cracks in here. Um, the last light of the sun is coming in at this point, and there's a small glint, flash of silver and red. And looking at it, the two of you pick up what looks to be this medallion, big old pendant. There is a big old sun pattern, big red ruby in the center, with filigree of ravens circling it. And while this doesn't look to be, according to year two's knowledge, an artifact of the Church of Avacyn, there's a holy power to it. Okay. Remind me, did we come here looking specifically for something, for something from the Church of Avacyn, or was it just a treasure? It was a treasure that Bart told you about that was supposed to help in the fight against Streffen Mauer. Okay. Do you want to hold it, or shall I? Alfred just picks it up. Do a quick spin of the room, make sure there's nothing else hiding underneath the bird's nests before we head back down. Couple shattered eggs, but that's to be expected. This must be it, right? There, I didn't see anything else, so... Okay. Then we need to leave, I guess, before the sister returns. That would probably be best. So while the two of them are exploring and searching, is there any further conversation being had by Surrey and Bart outside? How long, roughly, was their search? Did they go 15, at the hour? maybe 20 minutes. 20 minutes, okay. Bart won't say anything more to Surrey. He'll walk a few paces away from her, and he'll sit down with the little boy in his lap, and he's going to start talking to the little boy. He's be like... Tell me, what's your name, son? I'm Timmy. Oh, Timmy. I'm glad that we were able to make it to you. How long have you been here? I think two, maybe three days. I'm so I'm... sorry. My mom wanted dream cakes, and they asked what she had to give. And she said, me. Oh, that makes Bart mad. Oh, boy. He's going to swallow that anger and try to not let on to the kid that he is angry at that. He's going to say, where are you from? I'm from Lamas. 
Do you have any other family besides your mother? She said that dad was a holy man in the church. He, I, I don't know. My aunt and uncle live in town, though. Okay. We'll tell you what, Timmy. My aunt. My friends and I were actually planning on going to Lamas. When we get there, we'll take you to your aunt. So you can be with family and you can be somewhere safe. Now that he's gotten some information from this kid, he's going to start asking him questions like, what do you like to do? What's, is there a special game that you like to play? Um, how old are you? Trying to ask questions that will distract the child from the trauma he has just endured and try and lift his spirits a little bit. I don't know what Suri's doing during this time, but that's what Bart will be doing for the rest of the searching time. Sorry, anything that you're doing during this 15, 20 minute period. She'll probably be like half checking around with the group during this time, kind of like more focused on other things. Like how, yeah, how she's gonna not, not even really hide the fact that she can do that anymore because it's not really hidden, but just how how the group will react and how, like, if they'll accept her anymore. She's more pondering that as everyone's checking around, so she's kind of, like, yeah, mel like, melancholy feeling, <laughs> just with a thousand-mile stare looking around. As time passes, Emmy is somewhat consoled. This treasure has been found. Questions are being asked about how things are going to go going forward. With that, the team gets back together. And it's going to be a little bit before you get to Lamas. Would you like to push and go that far? Or would you like to set up a camp somewhere? I think most of us are pretty low. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be smart to set up camp. Even though we're in Innistrad and it's not very safe, but... I say we put some distance in between us and the mill. That way, the very angry hag that comes back to see her two sisters dead and drained does not hunt us down and find us tonight i agree with that suri how long do you think it'll take us to get to lamas from here it'll only take a couple hours uh, along this path and remind me what time of day is it or night it is getting so at this point the sun is starting to sink you would guess it is between seven and eight Okay. I assume we don't have two or three hours of sunlight left or dim light as Innistrad is. Okay. Before the sun sets, Balfour is going to take a look around. Where's Toasty? Nutty. Nutty. Is it nutty or Toasty? I thought we were calling it him was, Toasty. It was the, the squirrel from your past Balfour was referring mm -hmm. to as Toasty, but the squirrel we That's met right. was named Nutty. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Where is Nutty, Nutty Buddy? So, as you come back to the old Somberwald Road, there's a squirrel that immediately hops out, stands in the middle of the road, looks up at your group. Um, Balfour will just kind of kneel down and hold out his hand. Nutty jumps right back up into it. While you cannot talk to him, it seems that that animal friendship is still up. Balfour is going to kind of reform the nest in his beard and just kind of 
set him down in there. Easy enough. Before we all head out, um, Bartholomew's going to have Timmy stay with Balfour for a second while he runs back inside. The, the hag had an oven going when we showed up, right? Mm. So there's a fire. Mm. He is going to... I'm sure... I'm assuming that there's some sort of like a log pile or some sort of flammable stick that he's going to pick up. He's going to light with the fire from the oven and he's going to meticulously light a couple sections of the windmill so that as we're leaving, the windmill, in theory, in his hopes, will just burn and go away. I want you to roll... I would say this is a history check just for, like, an engineering background. Okay. See if you can figure out what places to light. It's not. Balfour's had some decent success with lighting buildings <laughs> on fire in the past. Oh, That's a wow. dirty 20. Nice. That's easy enough. Once again, going back to your childhood, even when you were making rounds with your pop, um, going throughout the lands that you and your family owned, you come to recognize, okay, I light it here, here, and here should go up into the rafters. And these are kind of the supporting beams. You chip away a little bit of the drywall and light it. And as you guys get down to the road and meet up with Nutty, there's a large plume of smoke rising into the sky of Stensia behind you. Bartholomew's holding Timmy's hand and not looking back. I think Levin would look back. Like, I think she would notice. I'm sure she could smell the smoke on the air. She would turn back, see the smoke, and then just kind of look to Bart. I don't think that's something that she would have, ex would have expected from him in the limited time that she's known him. She's quietly surprised, but won't say anything. He's going to catch the look, and he's going to say, those hags are doing something. Whatever those dream pastries are that they've been concocting, that's been their ticket to get people under their control. The way I see it is if we remove the windmill, we remove their base of operations, and the remaining sister will have to go a bit longer before she can start continuing her work. You have no argument from me. While Barton... Levin are talking, and he's distracted. Balfour's going to walk over to the boy and ask him if he wants a piggyback ride, because I'm sure he's exhausted. And with an exhausted, and he is, it appears that he's been fed, but not enough. So even at this point, he is looking very tired. He just, he nods his head. Balfour's going to kind of slide him in between the straps that hold his shield on his back. And his, and his actual back, kind of like a backpack, and just kind of throw his hood up over the kid's head and then slide a piece of bacon and just kind of set it in there next to him. As you are walking down the path, you hear a little bit of munching. Bacon, bacon brings people together. It does. You take the next couple of hours, and are you guys going to push to Lamas, or did we want to make a camp? It was two or three hours to Lamas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about two hours of travel in darkness. Would you guys rather come into the city in the morning and camp in the night out here or go in at night and risk being on the road at night? Um, I think it's safer to, to make a camp for the night considering what we've all been through. And traveling in Innistrad in the dark is far more dangerous than during the daytime. 
I agree. I'm inclined to agree as well. Eleven. That's fine with me. I don't care, really. So I figure we find like a opening in the tree line or somewhere that is hidden from like the road, but open enough that we can set up bedrolls and I don't know if we would have, I don't think Bart would have any tents on him or anything, so. Set up camp then. No fire. Hey. Yeah, no fire. So a cold camp is set up and we are going to go ahead and have each of you take a watch. All right. Eleven will take the first. Excellent. I was actually going to say Bart is not physically hurt very much, so he would offer to take that first watch so that the people that are more injured can get rest faster. Eleven's going to wave him off. Uh, no, you sleep. And she'll kind of nod towards the child. There's more important things you can be doing right now. All right. And he'll go make sure that Timmy... He's going to let Timmy use his bedroll and blanket to stay warm. Okay. He's going to plonk down near Timmy, um, leaning up against a tree. You sleep up against a tree, and Levin's taking first watch, right? Mm-hmm. So, Levin, I want you to roll a d20 for me. It's an eight. Okay. Your, pa- your watch goes by without much of anything happening point you shake Bart awake and then you go ahead and lay down for the night Bart how question for Riley where is Suri's bag while she's sleeping part of me wants to say she always wears it but at the same time I feel like that's a little bit unrealistic she is very obsessed with her book though and she and other be using item. it as a pillow. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I I think we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. So, so with that information. If her bag is accessible enough that I feel like I could reasonably get into it without waking her up, Bart is going to get into her bag and see if he can find that dagger. Wanna roll a sleight of hand check? Yes. And here's the other thing. Do you have any light source? Because it is currently all black. That's true. I have the capability to create one. It's a matter of if that's a smart decision or not. It's entirely up to you. Because if you don't, you will have disadvantage on your sleight of hand roll. Yeah. It's a better chance of waking up Surrey. Hmm... If you do, it becomes a constitution check on Suri's part to see if she wakes up or not. Either way, there's a risk. No, he's not going to risk the whole party for this, so... He'll he'll stay where he's at. He'll stay awake. Um, just listening. He'll occasionally glance in the direction he knows Suri is, and he'll just be very deep in thought, thinking about her and the similarities she has to his daughter. And an act of desperation, your daughter who intentionally brought ruin. He'll probably have his locket out, like holding it. Not open, because he doesn't want that image glowing, but he'll have it just gripped in his hand as he's sitting there thinking, listening to the sounds of the forest, and 
everything that's going on. After about 20 minutes, you hear a voice behind you. Oh, silence. Bart's going to jump a little bit and he's going to stumble up to his feet. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I should have recognized that you couldn't see in the dark. I'm so sad that I didn't get to see you today. Heard that you were coming down the old Somerville Road, and I waited all day at the gate up to my manor. I wanted to give you a wedding invite, but I don't know if you want it at this point. Do any of us hear this conversation, or are we deep in sleep? You are currently asleep. I mean, it would it would be rude to say no. Hush, Levin. <laughs> she mumbles in her sleep. Go back to sleep. <laughs> it would also be dangerous. <laughs> Bart will, still unable to see where Striffenmauer is, he's going to turn into the vague direction that the voice is coming from. And he's going to say, I understand that we have piqued your interest, Lord Mauer. With all due respect, of course. Why waste time on us? And you hear from a completely different direction from where you're standing. You truly think that you're a waste of my time? How low do you view yourself? Think of it not as how low I view myself, and more of how high I view you. And do you want to turn as you're saying that to where the voice came from this time? This time, yes, he'll turn towards the voice again. And once again, from a completely different direction, and this time, close to where Suri is sleeping. It's not a waste of time for me to worry about threats to my domain. Night silence. And with that, you hear the flapping of wings as apparently he leaves. After being snuck up on, how much longer does Bart have on his watch? A couple of hours. Okay, yeah. He is going to cast Dancing Lights and create, let's see how many, it's four torch-sized lights um, within 120 feet. He's going to have it be, he's going to have them like dancing up in the canopy around the campsite, but not directly above us just to shed enough light that he can see if anything approaches for the rest of his watch. <laughs> he does not want to be the one disadvantaged by his lack of sight. And would you like to take the chance? Would you like to ruminate over Lord Mauer or would you, would you like to take a nab at Surrey's pouch? Or any sort of actions that you would like He's to gonna during He's going to wait about an hour after starting the lights just to see how his comrades react and see if anything else in the forest reacts. And if nothing else happens, he will take a nab at her bag. There's nothing that else that her. appears to happen, so go ahead and roll that sleight of hand check for me. Okay. Eight. What is your constitution score? Uh, my score is 15. Suri, you... Suri, what's your wisdom score? Ooh, 14. So, Suri, you 
in your sleep. You've had the nightmares before. This time it's different, though. Instead of the Church of Avacyn, your old childhood friend, leading them to your original coven, this time it's your patron tearing them apart. Single-handedly. At some point, your patron goes to the throat, lifts you up, and at that moment, you wake up from your nightmare. You can feel Bart's hand reaching for the sack. Seeing her wake up, he's going to jump slightly, move away from her and be like, are you okay? She'll gasp away and she'll look at Bart and then she'll look down at her bag and just make, like open it really fast to make sure everything's in there. Breathing currently is. Okay. So she'll look up at Bart and say, it was, it was a nightmare. Ah. I, di I, I didn't want anyone to get hurt. His jawline tenses a little when she says that, and he thinks for a moment. Then he's going to sit down next to her. Suri, do you know what you've gotten yourself into? It's... I... I know... I know it's power. I... It's, it's just brought me closer to my father than I... than I've gotten before. Did you ever think about the cost? She'll just kind of look look down at her lap after he says that he's gonna sit back you know Suri very quickly after we started working together I started to notice some similarities between you and my daughter her name was Catherine um, to tell you her story I need to tell you a bit more of mine I come from nobility I come from a very influential and very prosperous family in my world. And when you come from that kind of society, there are certain expectations for who you associate with, how you behave. So my family was not very happy with me when I married, in their eyes, a lowly seamstress. Their dislike of that choice and their dislike of my wife and eventually my children never went away. They always sort of treated them as lesser. And that really bothered Catherine. And I knew it bothered her. I tried everything I could to try and make her feel happy and safe in her life. But apparently I didn't do a very good job of that. While I was away on a business trip, she made a very brash decision she f I can only imagine she felt that my family deserved ruin. I, I really don't know what she was thinking, but she made a deal with a very dangerous entity. I want to say her intentions were never to harm herself or my wife or my son, but the deal she made didn't go the way she planned on it. I came home to news that my family had gotten deathly ill and to my home on fire. And from what my family, my parents, and my siblings were telling me, in my absence, Catherine had become obsessed with dark forces. She was asking questions she shouldn't have been asking. She was seen speaking with people who were known associates of demons. Sir, you're on the same path she was on. 
you don't want people to get hurt, but if you continue this, that is exactly what's gonna happen. At this point, she's like tearing up and shaking. Probably has reached into the satchel and just holding on to the book because she still sees it as her father's research. You have the book held up against your chest and in your other hand, you're holding Elvers the Binding Blade. He just says, I, I know you only had what was, what was in Catherine's best interest in your heart. I, that's the thing. I can't say for certain if we're going on the exact same path, but it, I, it feels different. I know, I know what I've learned can do good. It's no, there is nothing good that will come from wherever this power comes from. There are better ways to do good in the world. What do you hope to accomplish with this power? with this relationship you've developed with this demon. He's just, he's, he's led me so close to my father. I, I can, I can feel it. They, we're, I just, I just want, I just want to find my father. What happened to him? He kept, he kept all this research in this book and one day he just, he just vanished and I just need to find him. I knew, I knew by myself, I, I wasn't strong enough to, I, there's no, nothing I could do on my own to, because he was so much, he knew so much more than I did, and he, he left to Needle Eye Pass, and I, I just haven't seen him. May I see the book and the dagger? Siri will, uh, slowly pull them both out, and she'll, she whisper, I don't want you to touch either of them. Why? It's in case he tries talking to you. So you know that he's not good. You must see that what I'm saying is right. You don't need him. You have us. We can help you get to Needle Eye Pass. We can help you look into where your father went. Turn, turn your back on him. Loot, throw the dagger into the woods. Get rid of it. Wherever your source of power, wherever your connection to Withengar is, get rid of it. Because if you don't, anyone you ever grow to care about will be hurt. You'll be hurt. Eventually, you will lose control. And that'll either kill you or turn you into something you never wanted to be. I can tell you're a good person, Suri. I can see that. But you won't stay that way if you continue this. She'll look down at the dagger and book again, and she'll put him back into her pouch, and she, she'll just say, I, I, I can't let him go, not yet. When can you? What criteria do you have before you can release yourself from this? As soon as I get closure on what happened to my father. I'll see what I can do. Go back to sleep. You need the rest. And Bart will stand up and walk back to his spot by Timmy and sit down. Last hour of your watch goes uneventfully. Would you like to wake up one of the others to take the third watch? He will, um, he'll move to wake up Balfour for the next watch. All right. And um, Balfour, when he wakes Balfour up, he'll let him know, just so you're aware. I had a visit from Streffen Mauer, 
while you were all asleep. He knows where we are and is very interested in us. So keep your eyes open tonight. Oh, for just big inhale breath. Just lets out a huge deep sigh. Just kind of, all right. I'm really starting to hate that guy. As I keep my eyes out. Go sleep. And I will go to sleep. The dancing lights will poof. And I'll try to get as much rest as I can. Baffer, go ahead and roll me a d20 for your watch. Yep. A 12. Nothing of event seems to happen during your three hours on watch. Is Nutty asleep in my beard? Or has he scampered Nutty. somewhere? Nutty is currently up in one of the trees. At some point, he comes down and once again reaching inside you're just like i wonder what's going on with him he seems perturbed and over the course of about 10 minutes you virtually cast unknowingly speak with animals and at some point nutty is just kind of chittering there on the ground and he's just like the big one the big one came back are you guys okay is everyone okay here like oh oh whoa 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 Calm down. Okay. Here. Apparently, I can hear you again. Hey, we're fine. I didn't even know he came back. I was asleep. Okay, 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 okay. Why are oh. you so afraid of him? I mean, does he hunt squirrels? Or is Not it just... Really. He's just he's, he's big teeth. Big teeth. Like, things that do hunt me. <laughs> okay the wolves oh the wolves <laughs> luckily i can hide up in the trees really really well hmm. we're going into town in a couple hours once everybody else wakes up you want to come with us all of the upright ones no 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 no. there's a camp of the nice ones outside um there's a little girl there she's really nice like she feeds me nuts all the time if there's leftovers that she doesn't like, she brings them over to me. What's her name? What's the noise she always made? It was always like a... I just know her. She sounds nice. Maybe we'll have you take us to her tomorrow. I don't know. I, I know that she and two of the other upright ones, they went over to another camp. But some of them can talk to me too. Good to know. I think she's been trying, but she's not very good at magic yet. It's magic, right? Because normally I can't. Normally I can't talk to you. I don't know exactly. I'm not a hundred percent sure how this is happening. Oh. I there's been a lot of things lately that have happened that things that I can remember my mother talking about now that I'm thinking about it, but... He just tilts his head, questioningly. Well, my mom was really good friends with the elves that lived outside our city in the woods. They were what we called hippies in the in the city guard. We uh, occasionally hippie? had to ask them to set up their vending stands elsewhere as they brought in some obnoxious products sometimes some strange herbs but there are weird things of course there's a lot of weird things 
There's one upright one that I saw that had like mushrooms out of him. It was very, very weird and scary. That is scary. They weren't they weren't tasty sorts of mushrooms. I like nuts myself, but I no 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 no. The mushrooms that he had on him are not nice ones. Are nice mushrooms that are like you know, some upright ones like them, some upright ones don't. And then there are other mushrooms that no one likes. No one. I'm telling you, I've got I've got a badger friend who he loves. Like his name is Truffles, because he likes the truffles. Even he doesn't like them. I'll be sure to stay away from them then. You know, I haven't seen Truffles in a little bit. I think I need to go see him soon. Maybe we can visit. Do you want to come to the camp to see the little girl with us? He just, he does the little pause together. Just nods his head. Okay. Balfour's gonna... Come back to the camp. Okay. You're fine. I like talking to you. Balfour's gonna spend about an hour or so just walking very lightly and carefully so as not to wake anybody up, but just kind of doing a perimeter walk of the camp. And as he's walking along, if he sees any uh, acorns or anything like that, he's going to pick them up and kind of just start filling his, not the pocket that has the bacon in it, but the other pocket with some acorns and things that Nutty may prefer. (laughs) Dow. The rest of your watch goes uneventfully. At some point, Nutty goes back up in the tree. He is going to go back to sleep. Anything else happen? Is the thing of comes to a close? Nope. So the final watch is going to be taken by Suri, unless you want to wake your, uh, someone else up or take it yourself. At this point, I guess the I, have I had eight hours? Here. No. So you would need to wake up Suri or one of the other people if you wanted to get your full eight hours, you are aware that Bart and Levin would have taken the first two watches, so if you wake one of them up, it will interrupt their full eight hours. Also the kid, but he needs to rest. Before Nutty scrambles up the tree, I'm going to ask him if he can keep an eye on Suri. And pay attention to what she does and that if she goes to go anywhere while we're asleep to wake me up and okay. then I will throw I'll get some acorns out of my pocket that I'd already started collecting and pass a couple over and then I'll do a little little one finger little scrunch on the head and then <laughs> I'm gonna go over and wake Suri up Suri after wakes you up and he takes his time to go and sleep and you can see that there's just the the little squirrel again has a like pile of three or four acorns and is just holding one of them and kind of going to town she will i guess she'll wait for balfour to head to sleep and then she'll keep watch for a second she'll eyeball a squirrel like admiring its cuteness and uh eventually she'll I want her to take a look at little Timmy's face and see if it's dirty. Appears to be, yeah. So, Suri will pull her book out. And she'll open it, and her hands will start glowing a black and purple. 
and she will cast prestidigitation on Timmy's face as quietly as possible not to wake him up and just clean his face. So you clean his face and as you cast the spell, it does go to fruition. You do also hear in the back of your mind. Consider the gifts that I give you carefully. You think I'm unaware your friend's hesitance? I didn't know he knew about you. Set me free. He won't get in the way of your goals if you if you lead me to mine. To go and find daddy. Yes. Do you want me to tell you where he went? I can take you there. You could go now if you like. If you tell me where he is, we can get further with the rest of the group. <laughs> you trust them that much? You not think that they'll disconnect you from me? You heard what was his name? Bart? You heard him. He doesn't like where you're going. He doesn't like what we can do. He... I... I trust Bart a lot, but I, I understand that he wants to separate me from you. You want that, Surrey? Do you want to find out what happened to your father? No, there's a reason I chose to keep you and didn't throw you away when he told me to. But remember what was promised. Your father for my freedom. Unless I am mistaken, the goals can be found at the same place. It will be more difficult here. The Silver Moon Temple might have what we need. I appreciate what you've told me. I'll, I'll be sure to fulfill my end of the bargain. You won't be disappointed. I'd better not be. It's just like how your father disappointed me. If you do the same, you can expect the same. With that, the graying of dawn approaches. Slowly, the rest of you pick up. Timmy's the last to wake up, probably woken up by Bart shaking him. And the team continues on to Lamas. Now the village is in the middle of the forest, a little bit removed from the lake, of, from Mauer Lake, where, Surrey, you went previously. You skirted your way around Lamas to get to the Bitterheart camp just to the south of town. And we will explore Lamas a bit further and see what these revelations have in store for our group next time on Fireside Dice. Thank you all so much for joining us in this episode of Fireside Dice. This show is produced by Realms of Roleplaying. Intro and outro music was created by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios, and all other sound effects and music were created by Monument Studios. We'll see you all in the next episode.